Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today, the question we're going to ask is, is spirit important in our world? And we have three people here who is going to discuss this this evening. And we're going to start off with Rosina, followed by Corinne, then Julia. So, Rosina, off you go. What's your thoughts on this question? Well, for me, it is absolutely important because it has brought meaning and purpose to my life. And for the world, I think that it is absolutely crucial. And I think that when we look at the world at the moment and we see how out of balance it is and we see all the problems that are in the world, I think that perhaps we could consider that some of this and or all of it is down to the fact that we are living in a very physical world, but we or human beings are not acknowledging spirit within and the importance of spirit in the world. So we just see things in terms of their physical content rather than their spiritual content. And an example of this would be the way we see beauty. We consider that a beautiful woman is beautiful because she looks beautiful to our eyes. We don't consider that maybe underneath that beauty could be a lot of ugliness. Likewise, someone who we think is ugly, if you look within them or deeper within them, you would see that actually they are very beautiful. And I think that for this world to become more in balance, we need to become more spiritual. And we need to acknowledge that the importance of spirit within our lives. Thank you, Rosina. That's lovely. Now, Corinne, do you think spirit is important? We've been having experience with spirit for many years now, and for us it's commonplace. And I don't mean that in any unkind way, but it's just part of our lives now. And so how do you feel about it? Yes, Paul. For me, spirit is very important. And as you rightly say, for us, 
members of the Erasmus Foundation, we have become very used with spirit. Now, perhaps in the world today, there is a lack of understanding of spirit. So spirit, at first, there is the great mind, who is a great spirit, the great spirit who has created us, all of us, as spirits. And there are the spirits living at home or in other dimensions, and we are spirits in a human body. Now, for us, in the foundation, we have come uh, used with spirit. We can talk with spirit. When Padina was here on earth with us, she was deep transmedium and a spirit, the spirit of Erasmus or other teachers could come and teach to us. And uh, we became used with this practice. And for us, spirit is natural. Spirit is uh, something normal. But in the world today, if I would tell to some people that I can speak with spirit, they could be perhaps very surprised, or perhaps they could think that I am dealing in things that are a bit dark or dealing with wrong things, because it is sometimes the idea that is in the mind of, of people of the earth. But this foundation is really the beginning of something. And Padina and Gordon, when they started the foundation, the Erasmus Foundation, their desire was to help others to learn about themselves and to rediscover God, to rediscover the great mind, to rediscover spirit, really, because it is necessary at the end of this fifth civilization where man has become very much physical, very much earthly, and man has almost forgot about spirit. And it is a sad situation because man, in forgetting his spiritual dimension, has been losing himself, really. And man, being lost, as Rosina has said, is being out of balance and no joy, no real happiness, as we 
fortunate we are to to have been taught of spirit. We are very fortunate because spirit has given us this knowledge and we can know where we come from. We can accept that this life is with some difficulties to help us to grow spiritually we understand that there is a purpose in this life and we are confident that we will return home to spirit after this lifetime. So at the end of this civilization, so that mankind can go to the sixth civilization, Spirit is much needed because man will need the help of spirit, will need to know himself better, to know his spiritual dimension so that he can put himself right first, to put himself back into balance then he can be at peace. When man is at peace with himself, he can be at peace with others. And when man will be at peace with others, there can be peace and the world could then come back into balance. Thank you, Corinne. Now, in my little sum up, really, Julia, There'd be no sense at all in life without spirit in the great mind, would there? No, absolutely not. Um, I mean, spirit, we believe here in the foundation, is the essential part of all of us. And as has been said by Rosina and Corrine, this has got suppressed. It's got um, forgotten it's got overshadowed by the very physical and material world that we have developed and created. And this is why we are seeing so much chaos and this is why we have so much imbalance because spirit is not a part of our world and it should be. It should be working with the physical and we should know the physical and the spiritual side of ourselves but this has not been enabled because, as I say, the physical and material world is so um, loud. It's so much a part of everyone's life from a very young age. So the spirit is not helped and not allowed to, to surface and be a part of someone's life. When I was thinking about this uh, subject, one of the things that I remembered was hearing from our tutors that in the future, and perhaps in a way we're talking about now because of what's happening in our world, we will need our minds, which is our spirit, in order to survive. And I think that looking at what's happening now and knowing a little of the future, I can see how important and how logical that is because from our spirit, we will find peace. We will find 
some clarity of thinking if we can quieten our brain a little and listen to our mind. And it will help us to see the logic and reason of why things are happening. And it will help us find some strength spiritually in order to work through the challenges that we're all going to face. So I think anyone who doesn't surface a certain amount of their spiritual content is going to find it very difficult. And I can quite see why Spirit said that in the future, people will need their mind, their spirit, in order to survive. Yes, uh, I think that's correct. Rosina, the point here is the positive side of of having spirit in our lives is to bring some sort of reason and logic to the way we live our life and the purpose of our life. What do you feel about that? I totally uh, agree with what you've just said, um, Paul. I also was thinking when um, both Corinne and Julia were talking how really the one thing that really links to everything in the world, in the universe, is our spirit. And if you consider some of the subjects from the previous podcasts that have been covered, um, many of the problems that we have today in terms of lack of tolerance towards other people, well, When we consider that the purpose of our life is to learn, and we've had many lives, we may have had a life where we have had similar traits to the things that we're intolerant about. And I also think that this is the same with prejudice. In one life, we may have had been an African person. In another life, We may have been a European person. We may have been poor. We may have been rich. We would have had a whole array of different lives. And when we acknowledge that the purpose of life is to evolve, it enables us to feel more peaceful. It enables us to be more accepting of both ourselves and other people. So I think at the moment, the one, the one hope that I have is that people do acknowledge their spirituality in a far greater way than they are at present. Because I really do think, like Corinne and Julia have said, that that is the only way forward forward into our sixth civilization and i believe this will happen it has to happen because if it doesn't happen we will end up destroying this beautiful planet thank you rosina i think rosina's got a good point there corinne and i think she's saying basically that without spirit and the great mind we're doomed and in fact we need to appreciate that the great mind is actually steering us 
in the direction that he wants to go. And all we need to do is follow. Is that how you feel or do you think differently? Yes, exactly. It is the way uh, I feel, Paul, because to start with, um, the great mind has a great design for us, his children, and there is a great plan. There is an overall tapestry here on earth, and all we have to do is to follow our tapestries the best we can and to endeavor to know ourselves better, to find balance, to be at one with our spirit, our inner self, our true self. And really, the great mind is the ruler and mankind still needs to learn perhaps that lesson. And perhaps in the plans of the great mind, all that is going on at the present time is, I am believing, part of his plan in the purpose to teach to man. And what is it teaching to man? Well, it can be teaching acceptance, very important. It can be teaching to man to respect the natural law, to respect nature and all the living creatures. And it will also teach mankind that one cannot go against the will of the great mind. So, as you say, Paul, it is the great mind who rules and man needs to accept, to accept that there is a great force working upon us and that it is for the better because the great mind really all what he does for us is to help us to help us to progress to help us to grow spiritually it is no punishment and the great mind knows that man when upon the earth is weak has got flaws and is going to make mistakes and the great mind can accept this but really his plan is made so that we can learn so many things thank you grin now recently i've been watching on youtube some experiences of people they call it near death experiences and one particular item caught my eye or my ear in my case is that this person said that they had a sense that everything was exactly as it should be and has always been exactly as it should be 
and will always be exactly as it should be. Now, that is quite a remarkable thing for someone to feel. And I'm just wondering, Julia, how you would feel if you felt something like that. It's a, it's a marvellous experience, I would have thought. I mean, we get a, a, an idea of it, don't we? We get a sense of it. But we don't get that full feeling of, of what that person experienced during that near-death experience. I thought it was quite something. Wonder where they had they gone through the tunnel into the garden and feel this tremendous peace, and they have the feeling they don't want to go back. But obviously, if it's not their time, they do have to go back. But I think perhaps on the earth, if we're not experiencing that, I suppose the nearest thing I can imagine would be um, a sense of acceptance, because with acceptance does come peace. So unless you have that gift of experiencing that, which I think it is a gift, and perhaps it's happening a little bit more now, I don't know, in order perhaps to help people to think a little bit more that maybe there's something more than just this life. So it is interesting to hear what you say, Paul. Obviously, it might then cause people to think, well, what is there beyond this physical body because obviously people know the physical body comes to an end and perhaps it will cause people to ask what is there beyond the physical and then of course we can get into discussions about the spirit or some people call it the soul so I think all this is very encouraging and hopefully this will help people especially in the coming years but perhaps even a little bit further on when we've come through this next difficult four or five year period, perhaps at that time, there'll be a bit more space for people to think about these things and ask these questions. And I think also at that time, maybe because of what people have been through, that the spirit will have surfaced a little bit more. So this will allow them to ask the questions and also allow them to think a little bit more clearly and logically about the answers that they might get. So I think it's all very encouraging to hear these things that are happening. I think there's a lot of positives going on as well as the terrible things, because one difficult thing that happens will give rise to perhaps some good action or some good thought from somebody. And the other thing I wanted just to mention, Paul, is I feel that people will understand more in the future the importance of responsibility that we all have individually. Because sometimes when things are happening, and I've heard it said here, we've been talking about particular subject, and people sort of think, well, well, what can I do? Well, we can all do something. We can all obviously work on ourselves, try and find a little bit more peace, try and get to know ourselves better. We all have a purpose. So it's important to try and get to know what that is. And I think we can think about responsibilities of the present and perhaps what we might be able to do in the future to help bring back some balance into our world. 
and at the same time reflect on a certain responsibility of what's gone in the past and why we're in the state of imbalance that we are in. And I think this understanding will bring about more tolerance, as has been mentioned this evening, and it will perhaps help people to realise that we are all equal. And I know one day, long time in the future, I'm sure, but if we can all see ourselves as equal, as the great mind does, we are all equal in his eyes. We are no better than, and we are as good as anyone else. And I think when we get to that point in the future, we will have made many strides to a much more peaceful and more balanced world. So I think there's a lot of positives to look forward to, a lot that we can do to, to help ourselves and those around us and our world. And going back to your example of what you experienced, Paul, of that, that man's gift of that feeling he had, um, I think that's wonderful. And I really hope that that will help people to think a little bit more. Indeed. It just showed me what I knew that everything was in order. Everything is as it should be. And that, mm. I think, is is great. Now, we're coming to the end of our podcast. We get there very quickly these days. Now, would anybody like to say anything else before we close? May I add something? Please do, Kadena. Thank you. Only really to say that man must eventually, if not now, come to the realization that he is of two parts, his physical being, which mostly he is familiar with, mostly, not all, and his spiritual part, containing the mind, whereas the body contains the brain, the physical computer of the body. Now, man may be familiar with his physical self and have no appreciation within his mind, which contains memory of many lives, his existence in spirit, where he comes from, so much knowledge, science, technology, and wisdom, which is contained within his spiritual being. And it is sad, really, that mankind is not familiar with that other half of himself. And how possibly can it be that he is only familiar with a part of half of himself? 
that is a little sad and has to be changed as it will become very different in the future. That is all I wanted to say. Thank you very much, Bedina. And thank you, everyone else. It's very good. Thank you. Thank you. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage, www.erasmus-foundation.org. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, or indeed have further questions for us, then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.